Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning, folks, and thanks for tuning in for another exciting episode of Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. I'm in the cafe, and I'm ready for some hot and steamy conversation. Y'all ready for Real Talk, Real Topics right now? I am too. But before we get into that, I want to remind you to download the app. Yes, the app, the app, the app. Find it in your app store, whether it's iTunes or Google Play. Look under the show name, Coffee Talk with Soy. You'll find us there. Simply download it and never miss another conversation. I need y'all to do that for me, so... Grab your phones and download the app so you can stay connected. Wow, today is going to be something great. So let me start out by asking you this question. Are you an entrepreneur having a difficult time with marketing, exposure, and creating a niche for yourself? Do you realize that niches are at the heart of every successful business product or service? If you haven't found yours or having a difficult time building it, then this is definitely the segment for you. Today we'll talk about different paths you can take to become well-known and established. And just like anything else in the world of being a creative entrepreneur, one size does not fit all. That's right. The quickest route to being recognized no matter what you do for a living is to find your niche. And here to discuss that, and offer you a solution is the author of Brand Legacy, Make Your Mark. That's right, folks. Angela Mayardis Johnson is in the cafe with me today. She's a dynamic motivational speaker, author, and entrepreneur who successfully redefined her brand from music marketing executive to personal brand development specialist and coach. Through her marketing company, 26 Marketing and Management, she focuses on helping individuals discover their passion, brand their niche, and build their legacy. She founded May Artist Brand Academy, where she uses techniques to passionately empower attendees to overcome fears, realize their dreams, and make their distinctive mark in the world. How awesome is that? That's welcome to the cafe. Angela Mayardis Johnson. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, Angela. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for having me on your show this morning. All right. Well, we're we're glad you stopped by the cafe today. I am sipping on my favorite morning beverage, which is a, which is a cup of caramel macchiato. What are you sipping on this morning? This 
morning I am a little bit tranquil. I am sipping on a little chamomile. I love my tea in the morning. That's nice. That's nice. Kind of get get you there, right? Kind of get you exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Talk about being there. Let's talk about <clears throat> your new book that that is out now, out and on the shelves and available to purchase. Right. That is correct. So the title of the book is Brand Legacy: Make Your Mark. That is correct. Yes, I'm so excited about it. It's my debut book, um, and it's available now. Yes. Now, what, let's talk about the book. Let's talk about the book so people can kind of get an understanding of what they can get. Um, it's a great book. Uh, she is just awesome in, in what she does. And I've, I've had the opportunity to do some workshops with her. And she has a way of making branding um, something that you can kind of understand. Because I'm telling you, that whole technology world and and that marketing world, it goes over my hat. You know, I, I, I get confused. I, I, it's almost like it's a different language for me. I don't know about y'all, but it, it's hard for me to grasp it. But in, in listening to her and working with her, she make you feel that you got it. She make you feel that you understand uh, what's going on. The book is definitely an easy read. You'll be able to pick up and follow. And, and there are some, some cute little um, acronyms that, that I found to be quite interesting, and we're going to share that with you, with you a little later. Let's first, let's talk about this awesome woman, Angela Mayardis Johnson. Where, where are you from, Angela? I was actually born in England. I grew up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, currently reside in Atlanta. But, yeah, that's a little bit about where my background stands from. Oh, no, she's being modest. She's being modest. You've been doing this kind of work for some time, right? I have. I actually was in the music industry for a while where I just did marketing, um, but that kind of opened up my eyes to branding and how you create a brand for an artist and manage that brand in order for the public to see who they are and where they're going. And as I started thinking about myself and thinking about how other people have brands, you know, we think about superstars having brands, athletes having brands, but each and every one of us is a brand of ourselves. And we need to be able to utilize that brand to catapult us to wherever it is that we want to go. And so when I started thinking about that concept overall, I started thinking about how can we take this thing that we call a brand, and it's really just us. It's what we do, how we do it, how we say it, and how people perceive it. And so how can we utilize that to make ourselves the best we could possibly be? Now, when you say that you you dealt with athletes, what were you doing with them? Were you helping them brand themselves as well? Or from your interaction with them, you came up with this concept? It's actually a little bit of both. Working with the athletes made me see that they have a brand of themselves. And we think about athletes out on the field, on the court, and how great they are out there. But they have other talents outside of what we see on television. So if they have other talents, that's part of their brand. And so they need to take the chance to bring those talents out. So when they're done with the career that we see on television, what are they doing next? What, how are they using those talents to make themselves bigger and better, make themselves a name outside of that sport? 
this really this book really came from my my love of Magic Johnson. I think he's a phenomenal athlete, but the way he transitioned from being an athlete into this big major enterprise was so amazing and I and awe inspiring to me. So I, I thought about just the regular Joe, myself, my friends, my family, the people that I work with on a regular basis, and thought about what if we had a brand? What if we utilized our brand to catapult us to whatever is our purpose, whatever is our passion, utilizing the things that we do on a daily basis to 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 change our lives and change the lives of the people around us. Athletes are a great symbol, entertainers, but they have a brand and they have a, a pulpit. We also have a brand and also have a pulpit. The people in our circle, they know our brand. They know what we do, how we do it, how well we do it. Well, now let's utilize that brand to do the things that we're supposed to do, our purpose, to live out our passion, to do all the things that we were put on this earth to do and make our mark. Hmm. I love that. I love that. So if if you just tuned in with us, I'm talking with Angela Mayardis, who is a branding specialist, and we're and we're talking about um, brand legacy. So Angela, tell me, what do you think the greatest myth is in branding? What, what's, what's the misconception of, in branding? I think there's a couple of misconceptions. One big misconception is that branding is just for stores and shoes like Nike and McDonald's and Coke. But there's a, a, also another concept, personal branding. And we don't think about ourselves as a brand. We think of ourselves as just doing us or being who we are. But personal branding is is our lives. We've become a brand from the time we step into this world. And our lives create that brand depending on if we pay attention to it or not. No matter what you do, you are a brand. So the fact that people don't consider themselves one because they're not a superstar is a myth. The other myth is that because trying to develop your personal brand is a selfish motive. It's truly not because if you are living out your brand and living out your purpose, you are not only helping yourself, but you're helping others because that's part of your brand. Because to me, I think that if you are developing a personal brand and you are not impacting lives and people around you and communities, then you're truly not developing your brand. You're just developing you. Now, does it does it really take a lot of money to develop your brand? No, developing your brand is just is creating the person that you want people to know. And and there's a difference between the brand that you think you are and the brand that people think that you are. Because if you ask your, ask your friends, family, coworkers who you are, what they think of you, it may be completely different than how you see yourself. You know, there's a, a, a picture that, you know, goes around Facebook and the Internet. And it's a, a little girl who's looking in the mirror, and she sees herself as a princess, but we see her as a little girl. 
or the cat that sees her, sees itself as the lion, although we see them as a cat. So it, the personal branding or branding is how you see yourself and how others see you and mirroring that and making sure that that equates to one so that you the message is one message out there mm-hmm. and that people can utilize that not only to help you but help themselves. Hmm. I like that concept. I like that concept. Are those concepts in the book? Can we they expect are. to see those in the book? They are. They, yeah, hmm. they are. I, throughout the book, I try to make it as plain as possible. I love, you know, there's a lot of self-help books out there, and they talk above people, so they don't really grasp, you know, give them mm-hmm. the chance to understand the concepts. And what I try and do in the book is use real-life concepts. I use uh, stories about athletes. I use stories about the regular Joe. I use stories about um, people that we already know and love and how they started out and built their brand or how they started out and made a mistake and how we can avoid those mistakes. Because it's one thing to read a book and, and kind of get a couple of concepts out of it, but to be able to read a book and see yourself in that position, how you can take that nugget and utilize mm-hmm. it to make your life better, I, those are the books that I love. Those are the books that I enjoy reading. I get stuff out of and I want to read again. And that's the type of book that I wanted to write. Well, I, I know that the, in one part of the book you, you mentioned um, something um, that, that I'm going to refer to as PCM, and basically it's Parallel Career Metamorphosis. Again, that's PCM, listeners. And so why don't you explain to us what that is and where did that, that idea come from? Parallel Career Metamorphosis, or PCM, is a transition in one, is using branding to transition from one part of your life to another. So in developing your brand, you're developing a whole new you, a whole new person. And we know we get into either our careers and we get stagnant and we're just like, okay, I'm tired of this. What do I do next? Or as a professional athlete, we get to the place in our career that we know that, oh, my goodness, I'm about to be done with this. What do I do next? So in developing our personal brand, we utilize PCM or this process to say, okay, this is where I am now. Where do I want to get to next? And how do I get there? What is that process? What does that look like? Who do I need to bring into my fold in order to make that happen for me? And so the PCM process kind of takes you through a step-by-step of, okay, this is my brand now. This is what I need to do. This is who I need to uh, contact in order to help me grow. This is what I need to do to maintain the brand. And this is the end result of my personal brand or my journey into my next life. And then it's how do I maintain that life after I've gotten there. Hmm. I kind of like that. And the exercises um, that will help people to improve their branding or strengthen their branding or identify their branding are what? They're called brandercises. It's a little term <laughs> I coined that is a branding exercise. So we all have, we all read these books or even, you know, watch videos. And they all have these exercises that help you to do whatever it is 
the book or the video is talking about. Well, since I'm talking about branding in my book, these are branding exercises that help you actually in the PCM process. So there's one exercise in the book that talks about writing your eulogy. Um, And I talk about that a lot through the book because um, when you write a eulogy, you know, you think, when you think of eulogy, you think of funeral, you think of sadness, but a eulogy should not just be a, a sad, a, a really, um, an event that makes you sad. It really should be an a, 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 a exercise, a brand of size that helps you, guide you through your life. Think about this. If you created a eulogy today of how, what you want people to think about you, and your brand and what you've done throughout your life, you have a framework for the rest of your life. Mm. You have something to think about, something to do. You can create goals in order to make sure that eulogy comes to fruition at that time that you depart life. And people will see all the things that you have done in life to create that eulogy. But if you create that today, you have a, a coursework. You have a guideline for your life. Wow. Well, you you know what? You just made me feel comfortable in who I am. Uh, truth be known, I've already started writing my eulogy. I mean, awesome. I have, yeah, I have everything down to the songs, I don't I don't have the scripture in it, but I kinda have it all down. I've kinda written a synopsis of what I want the pastor to say, where you know, what angle I want him to preach from. So I think that well, you just validated me in terms of feeling normal, some sense of normalcy in doing that. You know, a few years ago my, my godmother was telling me that her her brother had passed and we started talking about the um the funeral and what we done. She said, oh, he's already got that already written out. I said, what? Yeah, he's already written it out. I thought that was something unheard of, you know, because we used to fear talking about death and, and, and yeah. the end of the yeah. last day. And with with us losing so many people so so unexpectedly and me having to lose two very close people in, in my life, um, I had the opportunity to kind of sit through that and think, you know, while I was writing theirs, I started writing my own. So I, I, I did do that. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm glad that I've done that. And this is the first time I've publicly admitted to that. So thank you awesome. for, um, for validating me. I appreciate that. So awesome. I want to say to, to our listeners, if you have a question for Angela, do, do call in or do post it on our Facebook page so we can get them out to her. Um, we are at, um, www. CoffeeTalkWithSoy.com. Our Facebook page is Coffee Talk with Soy. That is the page and the group. So, Angela, we have a question for you here. Okay. Um, someone wants to know: Can they? How can they use social media to brand themselves? Wow, that is one of the key places to brand yourself. One of the first things you actually need to do when when branding yourself on social media is actually go on and see what's out there about you. Um, In my book, I talk about a client that I had who I Googled him before meeting him and found that he had a questionable past. And when I met with him, I sat down and I was like, okay, you know, I just Googled you. What What is this? And he had to explain it. 
And so we actually have to go in and truly clean up his past or clean up the the information that was out there about him before we could even build that brand. So before you could even go onto social media, the Twitters, the, the Facebooks, the Instagrams of the world, you need to know what's being said about you. And after you find out what's being said about you, then you have to decide what messages do I want to put out there um, for the world to know. How do I want to be perceived? How do I want to be known out there? And when you determine that, then you need to decide, okay, what platform do I want to use? Do I want to use Facebook? Do I want to use Instagram? Do I want to use Twitter? And some people feel that, oh, I need to use all of these because my friends are all over each and every one of those. But that's not true. You need to find a platform or platforms that works best for you. You determine, okay, I really like Facebook. I like the way it works. I, I can connect and talk to people on there because social media is about engaging. It's about talking. It's about having that conversation. And if you are not having that conversation on the platform that you, that you are utilizing, then you're not really utilize, you're not utilizing social media to its full extent. You're just on there. And we can all go in there and read people's posts and like and retweet or, you know, repost something, but that's not what social media is about. It's about being social. It's about telling people who you are, what you're doing, and what you would like to do. And so that's the basis of using social media. It's about that conversation about you and how you can help others be better as well. Do you think that people get tired of seeing, let's say that, that, that I was posting things about myself, do you think people will get tired of seeing that, that I, it, well, it would be repetitive, it would be boring? I, I don't think that, I think in, in having a conversation, when you have a conversation face-to-face, you don't talk about yourself the entire time. So when you're posting, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, have a, you wouldn't be posting about you all the time. You'd be posting content that would be valuable to the people who you're talking to. So if you're having a conversation and your your business is about uh, fixing televisions, you're not going to talk about how you fix televisions all the time. You may post something that says, you know, this is a good way to make sure that your television is tuned all the time or this is a great wire to, to help you watch television or, or movies or whatever it may be. You will give them key tools that will help them as well as talk about yourself, as well as ask them questions on how you can help them be better in something that you do. Oh, okay. That's a good point. So it's like having a conversation. Correct. Not 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 a reporting session. Correct. Yeah, you don't, I mean, no one wants to be talked at. You know, that's why I talk about my book. It's a conversation piece. It's a, it's a interaction between you and whoever your fans or friends are um, on the platform that you're working from. Okay. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you. Here's another question. How often should a person post or blog on their social media site? Well, blogs and posting is a little bit different. I tell people, I tell my clients that, when you're blogging, especially in the beginning, if you decide that, okay, I want to blog, I have some key information that I want to let people know about, 
I would make six to 12 blogs before you even do the first one. And then I would try to do them once a month. But if you start writing your blogs and you miss the blog, you're not able to do one one month, you have a blog in your back pocket that you can say, oh, I can use this because I don't have time to write one. But I would start out blogging once a month in order to um, get accustomed to it. And if you find that you have more time, go to every other week. As it pertains to posting on social media, once again, it's almost like that. It's a conversation. So if you're not posting daily um, or every other day at a minimum, people are talking to someone else. So if you are, it's almost like if you're building a relationship with somebody. If you don't talk to them on a regular basis, how are you building a relationship? How are you engaging and finding out about them and them about you? So you have to at least post once a day. You really should be posting several times a day. But as you're trying to build your um, yourself on social media, and like I said, if you start with one platform, it makes it easier to uh, have that conversation with the people that you're friends and, and fans with. And the other thing is there's great tools out there. One I love to use is Hootsuite. Hootsuite allows you to at least post some some valuable content, and then when you go on to your site or your platform, you can have conversations about that post that you you uh, you slated for a certain time, and see what people are saying about it, and have deep delve into conversations with them. All right, and if you're just tuning in with us, it's Angela. May Artist Johnson, who is answering questions from our audience about blogging, about social media, and about brand legacy. And so we're going to take one more question before the show wraps up, and this is from Rhonda from Baltimore. And her question is, how do you clean up your past branding? So... There, there are a couple of different tools. First and foremost, like I said, you do you can you do your Google search, you do your Yahoo, whatever your search engine is. Go onto the search and just put your name in there. Put your first and last, first, middle, last, um, whatever your nicknames are, um, just to see what's being said. After you after you've seen um, what's being said about you, go on to uh, whatever that site is and see if they will take it down for you, if it's something that needs to be taken down, or if it's just something that needs to be corrected. Sometimes you've posted something on a platform, and you can go to respond to whatever that comment or question is to clarify whatever is being said about you. The other thing that you really should do is uh, do Google Alerts. Now, Google Alerts is a free platform, and there's other platforms like it. But if you put your your information in there, like your name, whether it's first, last, or first, middle, last, it will give you alerts every day, every week, whatever your um, timeline is, letting you know people, letting you know what people and the world is saying about you. So it'll give you an opportunity to monitor what is being said in the world about you and be able to go in and say, okay, I need to go and correct this because this information is incorrect. The one thing that I have to always say about social media, before you post anything, think about it. Because although you delete it, you don't know how many people have seen that and could respond to it later at a later date or could have a perception of you that you don't want. So before you post something, 
think about it. Before you respond to a post, think about how that's going to affect your brand and affect your future because something posted on the website or a picture that you put up that you don't think about could truly impact how people see you, how people view you. It could impact jobs that you're trying to get, clients that you're trying to recruit. So it's really important that you monitor what's being said not only about you, but what you are saying out there as well. All right. Good information. Good information. I love it. And if you have any other questions for Angela, you can always post them on our uh, Facebook page, and she will respond to them. Also, she can give you your, her contact information so you can respond to her directly. And so go ahead and share that with the audience. So I would love, love, love to speak to any and all of you about branding, about what your transition is, um, if you've read the book, any feedback on the book. So you could actually go to my website, and all of my information is there. My website is mayartist.com. That is M-A-Y-A-R-T-I-S.com. And when you sign on there, you'll be able to get to be via Twitter, via Facebook, via Instagram. My email's on there. My phone number's on there. So once again, my website is mayartist.com. And as in Mary, A-Y-A-R-T-I-S dot com. I look forward to speaking with all of you at some time. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Angela. We enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks for dropping by in the cafe and hanging out with me this Saturday morning. I truly enjoyed it, and my tea was absolutely wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, that's what's up. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Soy, that is your new morning show, where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had, yes indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's now available by iTunes or Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected by visiting the website www.coffeetalkwithstory.com as well as looking for us on your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.